Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts, Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. <laughs> the convalescing Jen Romolini who had COVID last week. How are you feeling? Oh, fuck. I just, um, the first time I ever had it, like no one was, no one was kidding about how terrible it is. <laughs> like really was surprised to me. It was as, it was as bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I don't, I was telling you earlier, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like one day last week, early last week, I was like, was this allergies? And then like, I felt like my body was on fire. Like I was like, what am I, do I have a fever? And so I took a test. I hadn't done anything fun. Mm. I have no idea how I got it. I took a test and the line on the test was devil black. It was like, <laughs> it was like, you have COVID. Oh my God. <laughs> you have more COVID than anyone's ever had. I had so much COVID. And um, so then, you know, I'm like, then I'm like isolating in my own house with a fucking KN95 on. Mm -hmm. I'm sleeping on the couch in the office. I'm just like, it's the saddest, it's the saddest <laughs> COVID. <laughs> like, I'm pathetic. I just keep crying. I could not stop crying for like four days. And I was just like in and out of consciousness. It was, mm. and then on the day five, I don't know if COVID stories are interesting to anyone, but on day five, my chest was like still tight and it seemed like I was taking a turn south. So I called my doctor. God, I love telemedicine. I got on a, a telehealth appointment and we did like a um, pulse pulsometer or whatever it is. And he mm -hmm. was like, oh, that doesn't seem great. So he, um, he gave me Paxlovid and then I had that. Anyway, man, I'm finally like normal and testing negative, but like not normal. I'm finally testing negative, but still not normal. Um, but yeah, I never, it's the first time since we've ever done in the two years we've done this podcast that I didn't record. Yeah, I know you were sick, sick. I was sick, sick. And we had to cancel a guest, which I hate doing. Um, yeah. and I was, I was that sick that I was like, I cannot, cannot read questions from a page, cannot press record button. 
Yeah, when it's like that. I mean, I remember when I had COVID and I wasn't as sick as you. I was like, cannot wash a dish, Mm-mm. cannot Mm-mm. walk upstairs one more time. No, and I think the reason I was so weepy was because I was like, I feel, I feel like weak, and I feel. I don't like feeling weak, especially as I get older. It just yeah. really freaks me out. Now, speaking of getting older, I just have to share with the listeners something you said that still makes me laugh. And you you texted it to me several <laughs> weeks ago. You were like, I'm going to get the words wrong, but you were like, the difference between being your age and my age is I'm like, when did my neck become a scrotum? And you're <laughs> like, wait, I don't want to die. <laughs> yes, because... This is actually something important. And I've been thinking about this a lot because this is a podcast for women over 40. I'm about almost out of my 40s and you're in your 50s. And our listeners are people largely between the ages of 35 and 65. And anyone Mm -hmm. who's older than that, like, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. But that's sort of generally and younger. I love you too. But really between like 40 and 60, it's such an I mean, I feel very different than two years ago about aging. Like you just keep changing every couple of years. And so I've been thinking about it a lot because I've had some women who are closer to your age complain about my talking about the things I'm concerned about in aging. And what I said to you was, oh, I think I've figured it out. When you're my age, you're still like, why is my neck a skin scrunchie? Mm-hmm. And when you're your age, because I'd gone hiking with someone who was your age and she was talking a lot about like, well, a lot of my friends are dying. People are dying. And I think by the time you're starting to get closer to 60, you're like, I just don't want to die. I don't care about the skin scrunchie. I don't give a shit about anything. I just don't want to die. It does get a lot more that way. And it happened pretty quickly for me. You know, I'm turning 59 this year. That just doesn't feel like a mind fuck to me anymore. It just feels kind of like a victory you know? Yeah. And it's not like I don't care about the places where gravity is taking hold of my body, but it, it's just like, you know, I was reading in that big menopause piece that ran in the times that like it, it's once your stomach grows fat, it's something like your body is trying to build the hormones it no longer has. And so they're sending it all to the stomach. Wow. And so it just, because it's like, okay, now that I know that I know that I, can't have that goal of a flatter, you know, a flatter stomach, but not right. a flat stomach, not going to happen. My, yeah. my stomach right now looks like a capital letter B. Like I have a, <laughs> a little bit of a little bump and then it goes in and then I've got a bigger one <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, that's, that's what I look like, you know, and I'm going, I'm going to the Caribbean just for a weekend in, um, in a few weeks with an old, old friend and I'm just not going to sweat the swimsuit situation. Yeah, no. I mean, you can't, you have to start not sweating that stuff. I think that, I mean, we've been sort of circling around this forever. I think that it's an acceptance of being a certain age and it's letting go of being young. And that's just it. It's just like I am in a different stage of life and it's just being right with it. Yeah. Like I went to this party a couple of weeks ago. It was like a bunch of, yeah, it was a young lesbians party. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're like early thirties, like, woo. And I was talking to one of the women and we were talking about my birthday coming up and whatever. And I, I said how old I was. And she was like, God, women just get better as they get older. Aww. And I was like, oh, wow, that's it. That's the one. That's how I have to say. <laughs> well, people do get better. People do get better. They get more centered. They're 
their center of gravity isn't so wonky about everything in life, you know? Well, you can get better. You can get better if you, if you are in radical acceptance or you can be like, because I was thinking about this too. We are Karen age Mm -hmm. because what, what more is a Karen? What is a Karen if not rage plus entitlement? Yep. Yeah. Right. And I see this sometimes in comments and, you know, let's just say that largely our listeners are lovely, but I see this sometimes in comments where like one of our listeners is like, I want to speak to the manager. And I'm like, manager is me. Like, what you <laughs> <laughs> Manager is me. And you want to talk about me. Like, this is a bad, this is bad for everybody. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, why is this like a pervasive thing? Because it's like, oh, we are Karen age and we really need to check that shit. That is one thing we really need to be careful of. Like when you're like about to hit send on the Yelp review and it's like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. you know, like. I know. I wrote one very angry Yelp review in my entire life. And that was because of a veterinarian. <laughs> a bad veterinarian at a clinic. That was it. I think that's like the only time I've ever been a commenter. Um, I know that as a family, we have written one bad Yelp review, and this was at a, a, a pediatrician who fat shamed my child. Oh, well, that deserves a bad review. And wouldn't stop. I would not stop talking about BMI and like Alex like brought him outside and he came back in with the same attitude. And then when um, Charlotte didn't want to get a um, a shot, <laughs> told Charlotte, well, you know, you could die if you don't get this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. So we, that was a, that was a group effort. Two writers, <laughs> two writers writing the meanest Yelp review of all time. <laughs> um, I watched a lot of shit while I had the COVID. What'd you watch? Tell me. Oh, by the way, you're right about shrinking is terrible. Right? It's so bad. It's so, so bad. It's so sad that it's so bad because I really, I was, you know, you shouldn't haul Harrison Ford out for just nothing. No, it was just one of those, one of these things is not like the others. And I've got nothing against Jason Siegel and that Jessica Williams, who I think was on the Daily Show for a while. Yes. Is hilarious. I agree. Um, no, I was thinking about this because Alex and I were talking about how Harrison Ford, who is 80 years old, is about to play Indiana Jones again. Wow. And Sally Field, who is 80 years old, is in 80 for Brady. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what we get. That is what we get. And we should be grateful. We should be grateful. That's all They're you get. showing old ladies in a movie. I know. Oh, old ladies in a movie. We have to be so happy and grateful because we get to be shown. <laughs> However, Harrison Ford still you know, virile and swashbuckling and like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Well, maybe he will, maybe he will not move around a lot. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> he's going to sit in kind of a throny type chair and issue edicts because he's going to be like Rihanna was on the Super Bowl. Like Rihanna didn't dance. No, Rihanna, she did not. She, she, walked, did not. she walked back and forth. She walked back and forth. I mean, it was cool. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was amazing. I actually, I was so impressed with her. I was just like, God, this is just a way to be like, fuck off. <laughs> well, and you know, my friend Michelle said like, and she was wearing sneakers. Yep. Like think about JLo. Think about like any woman who's appeared in a Super Bowl halftime show or even on stage. Yes. You know, like they don't often wear sneakers. And there was a like, I don't give a fuck. 
you know, I'm not giving you what you expect, but yeah, I thought it was great. I'm pregnant. You're lucky I'm here. Yep. <laughs> you're lucky I'm here at all. Lucky, you're lucky I showed I'm here up. At all. And you're not getting an album because I'm just going to keep having babies because I have tons of money and I don't need to make shit for my ego. God, I love her. Did you see the conservative reaction to her Vogue cover? No. Oh, it's so stupid because it's a very pretty cover. She's walking on a beach. I saw the cover. She looks beautiful. Holding hands with her with her partner, ASAP Rocky, who's holding the baby and kissing the baby. Yep. And the conservatives were saying the woman is leading him. He's a beta male. Like it was, it was so, so stupid. I'm so over all the stupidity. There's just been a lot of stupidity lately. I just feel like there's just stupid, stupid everywhere. The stupidity, like the guy, what's, why am I blanking on his name? The congressman who lies. Oh, um, George Santos. George Santos. Like that's just stupid. It's just so stupid. It's so (laughs) stupid. I didn't even catch the Tiger Woods thing with the tampon, but that looked fucking stupid. Very stupid. Stupid. Don Lemon saying stupid shit. So stupid. So stupid. Stop saying stupid shit. Just stop. Nobody wants Nikki Haley to be president, but that's not (laughs) because it's not because she's like 50. Yeah, it's not that she's not in her prime anymore. It's that not, was... right. I don't want I don't I wouldn't want her in her prime. I don't want her ever. Like, <laughs> it's just um Dwight, so tell me what you've been watching. Okay, so I watched After Sun. Mm-hmm. What's that? The Paul Mescal movie, the Mescal, the Irish kid from uh, Normal People. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's so good. It's about, it's really sad. And I ha- had avoided watching it because I was like, I don't want to be sad. And then when I had COVID, I was like, fuck it. All I am <laughs> is sad. <laughs> like just put more sadness in my veins. Um, It's about the last vacation a daughter and her father take together. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he is like one of those men to me that is like so attractive. He's hard to look at, you mm-hmm. know, he can be, but he doesn't put forth the attractiveness in this. He's such a good actor also that it you're not even, it's not distracting. Right. And, um, it's, it's such a sweet, sweet, tragic movie about a father and a daughter. And I, I really, really loved it a lot. It's shot really beautifully and they're on vacation, I think in Turkey. And it's, um, you know, it's like this weird old re- old like 80s or 90s resort in turkey mm-hmm. and anyway really good um i watched to leslie oh yes that the the woman got nominated for the oscar for yes and everybody's mad because they're like well she shouldn't have i she cheated I, she didn't cheat but like gwyneth paltrow recommended her i don't fucking know another stupid more stupid um it's okay she's great She's great. Marin has a really bad accent in it and it's not, it's, it's, it's it's not working for me, but she's really good in it. Um, it's kind of like a not great indie movie, right? You know how there's ones that are just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, but Mark Marin's new comedy hour is amazing. Does he talk about his girlfriend dying? He does. He does. He talks about Lynn Shelton and he's just you know, most of his audience are middle-aged women. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. I'm not at all surprised. It's like Vanity Fair was a women's magazine and nobody talked about that. Yes. Yes. Well, I didn't know that, but Mark Marin, um, this hour is so good. He's become 
He's at the top of his game at 59 years old. He's at the top of his game. He's a more physical performer than he's ever been. He's more versatile. He's less angry. He's more nuanced. It's really an incredible hour of uh, comedy, television, et cetera. It's on HBO. People should check it out. It's really good. Do you know what I watched on the recommendation of one of our Facebook group followers? What? A short film called My Year of Dicks. Hmm. By a woman named Pamela Ribbon, who's friends with one of our Facebook community members. Yes. And it's it's an it's it was nominated for an animated short Oscar this year. Mm-hmm. And it's about it's and this woman made it about her life when she was 15 and she was trying desperately to lose her virginity. Mm-hmm. And it is just so charming and like funny and and kind of like brings you back in certain ways. The animation actually really worked for me. It wasn't like it was innovative. Ooh, it was just like the way she, like there's one scene when her father's talking to her and she's becoming increasingly mortified with every sentence he says. They they kind of distorted her face. I can't describe it, but it was very mm-hmm. funny. So I watched that and enjoyed it, but I haven't been watching a lot, but I did have, um, I did have two very humiliating things happen this week. Okay, please tell me because we have not been talking at all. I want to know everything. Okay, so Paul listened to this woman on a podcast. Her name is Ayella, A-E-L-L-A. She doesn't have a last name that I know of. Okay. I think she's a one-name person. And she studies kink. And she has okay. something called the Big Kink Survey, which is completely confidential, in which she asks a bunch of questions about that, that determine how kinky you are. Okay. I've always known I was pretty vanilla, you know, I'm okay with it. I was embarrassed to tell Paul my number. I was embarrassed. I am so not kinky. I'm so not dirty. I'm so vanilla. It's crazy. How does someone end up this way? I don't know. I don't know. We're sensitive Pisces. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like my kink is emotion. Two classic Jennifer Romolini lines from Everything is Fine. Bitch face is my kink and my kink is motion. I do. I feel like it. I feel like I'm so sensitive. Like, I feel like I'm so, so sensitive. I can't imagine, you know, I almost feel like I can be a little bit like, you know, the kids have all these new terms for what kind of, what sexuality you are. And like, one of them is like aromantic. Like I was never really, I was a slut, but I was never good at it. (laughs) I, I, you know, I never, Me neither. Like, I just wasn't good at it. Like I had friends who would like, you know, pick up guys in bars and fuck them in the bathroom and, and just no thought to it. Like they were just able to have casual sex with just like an ease that I wasn't. And I just, I kind of knew that about myself that it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest thing for me, um, just because I'm so sensitive, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand, God, I need to take that. I will, my, my score will be even worse than yours. I'm oh my sure. God. It was so embarrassing. It was like, <laughs> did a 12 year old girl take this quiz? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's so good. Okay. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is a little more prosaic, which is that my, t- my phone has decided to start telling me how much time I spend a week on it. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, most phones, most of our phones do. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, well, it only just populated for me. Maybe it's been telling me secretly, you know, it's been whispering okay. it to me for months. Okay. I was on my phone for four hours a day last week. Kim, that's nothing. Do you know how many hours I'm sometimes on my phone? 
four hours a day. And I, I like I, some of it's reading books, but I'm not reading books four hours a day. Kim, that's nothing. That is nothing. Really? I am on my phone on a good week, seven hours a day. On a bad week, 11 hours a day. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I, I don't feel bad anymore. Don't feel bad at all. But I mean, that includes like GPS because I use mm-hmm. ways to get everywhere in LA. And that also includes podcasts. Right. And I'm never, basically never not listening to a podcast, but. It's true. A lot of the time I'm listening to music. That's true. Yeah. That's not four hours. You should be, that is, a, you should be so proud of that number. That's an incredible <laughs> number. <laughs> we live in a fucked up world. That's it. That's it. Look, I don't know how you would get it lower than that. What could you, what, I mean, you have to pick the thing up like eight times an hour. It's true. I mean, people don't have to pick it up, but I pick it up. Yeah. Well, those were two very humiliating moments for me. You've made me feel better about one of them. Well, the other one's just funny. I mean, no, it is. It's just who you are. I mean, whatever. You just well, you can't you change. Are. You can't change who you are. You can't change what turns you on. No, you can't. You can't. I also watched last night a really, really, really good movie that I was very into. I mean, I was very into, it, but I did fall asleep at the very end. I need. To, <laughs> I need to pick up the end. Um, but it is. I've never heard of it before. It's a Isabelle Huppert. I think that's how you pronounce her name. The French actress. Yeah. I don't know either. It's a movie called Things to Come. It's about a woman in her 50s whose husband leaves her. Mm-hmm. It's just a very French, like, you know, it's a very French mid- middle-aged lady movie. But like her outfits are amazing. Her style is so good. I was like, oh, that's how I should be dressing at this age. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just really cool in it. So it's just fun to watch a cool, like 50 something year old woman in a, you know, a character in a movie. And like, she has an affair with a younger man and like, she has lots of young people around her. And anyway, it's really good. I, I recommend things to come. And the other thing I've been watching is, you know, that Steve Coogan show, the, um, the travel shows with Steve Coogan. The trip. Yeah. The, the trip. trip. Yes. Yeah. Well, they broke it into, um, I think they were movies, but now they're like, epi- now it's like episodes. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if it's old and I'm like rewatching something that's old or if it's, and, and they've like changed the way I can view it or if it's new. But anyway, I've been watching the trip. Um, I just got through Italy and now I'm into Spain. Yeah. I think I watched the Spain one. It's fun. It's totally fun. It is fun. They're two clever guys. Yeah, they're two totally clever guys. Like a lot of good jokes. Like lots of good jokes. And I, I enjoy. I enjoy to a degree impressions. Hmm. Where are you on impressions? Oh, interesting. I would say impressions come come before. No, come after magic. In some of my least favorite things. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. But but no, I mean, like watching, like I think you say impressions and I think of Rich Little. Do you remember Rich Little? He was like the comedian. Of course. Yes. Who did impressions. The impression um, comedian. Yes. But like, for instance, there's a TikTok where Ariana Grande imitates Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. And that delighted me. That delighted me. So maybe I'm overstating my dislike of impressions, but not my dislike of magic. Well, okay. All right. I mean, magic, magic is creepy because those guys are, those guys I feel like are all creepy predators. (laughs) Creepy predators. Also, they're just flim flam men. Like it's not magic. It's just like a trick. It's just like, well, that is magic. I mean, I couldn't make a jet disappear. 
but it's it's like it's it's all but but it's all sleight of they hand. They don't make it it's all sleight of hand. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for helping me be more articulate today. I, I don't know how because my brain is 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 is, is a puddle. <laughs> but I th- I think the people who really like magic know that and don't care. They obviously know that unless they're like five. I think that I like magic and dislike the culture of magic. Like there's the magic castle here. And I got in once for Alex's 40th birthday. It's like a private club. And I, I wound up getting us in and we had, we had like a party there. It was very exciting. It was very exciting that I got the access to it, whatever. But once inside, it's just like, it's just like dorks in tuxedos. It's just like, it, it's like an upset. It's a, there's something upsetting about magic. I think I get what you mean, but I would take magic. I would take magic over fart jokes. Okay. Like over like Ace Venture. Like I can't take like just butt comedy. I can't take like, no, anything that Jim Carrey has ever done. Yes. Yes. I I just don't think it's funny. The, the butt, the talking butt. Like, no, I don't either. I don't think it's funny. No, it's, 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 you know, we are sounding a little old right now, but it's okay. I I feel comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that. No, I like, like I've been, my kids been watching the new Saturday night live and I've been watching some of it with them. And, um, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Like, Oh, their young people are funny. Like I still find young people funny, but I remember my ex-husband brought dumb and dumber home rented dumb and dumber on our anniversary like brought home a bottle of wine and dumb and dumber and oh, i was no. just like i gotta get the fuck out of this marriage like i can't oh my god that's like the year that like i was it was valentine's day like i don't give a shit about valentine's day now right. i didn't do anything i didn't whatever but at the time i was walking home from somewhere the deli and i saw all these people stand men standing in line at a florist to get like a single rose with a teddy bear clipped to it. And I was like, that's the saddest thing in the world. If my husband walked in with a single rose with a teddy bear clipped to it, I would be so pissed. Sure enough. No. Yes. No. Yeah. It's just anything with baby's breath. It's just like baby's breath is the, the kiss of death for me. I know it's sad. It's sad. It's sad, but it, We've discussed this in the past. It just is like, oh, we don't share like an aesthetic vision of the world. Yeah. Like true. I don't I feel sad that this I feel sad that this small teddy bear exists. <laughs> I, I I like ignore <laughs> let alone bring it into my home. <laughs> you know? No, I know, I know. It is. It was it was it was pretty depressing. Not the first yeah. sign I had that things were not right. Yeah, dumb and dumber was not my f- first sign either. It was it was it was mostly all the drunk driving, but uh that's <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why I'm laughing. That's horrible. <laughs> it's so horrible. It's so horrible. It was mostly all the DUIs, but um I don't <laughs> want to get sued. Let's take a quick break from some ads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin, and I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once-daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. We have many questions uh, to answer, listener questions. I think we should get into some questions then. Those are all my updates. Mine were like, I watched TV and felt like shit and had an existential crisis. That's my basic, basic update. No, my only my only update is that I still have a great deal to do before I get married, and I'm not getting married very long from now. Oh, my God. That's okay. Before we get into listener questions, what is happening? with your wedding dress. <laughs> well, um, there's somebody is, I think going to make me a dress. Okay. It's based on that. I, I went to this woman, Dana Foley, who used to do Foley and Corinna. Remember that okay. line? I, of course I do. Yes. And she makes dresses now has a cute little store in the Lower East side. And 
I tried on some of the dresses she had, which were great, but then I tried on a vintage dress that was just like a lace overlay, I think. Okay. You know, there must have been a dress underneath it at some point. And it was kind of perfect. And she said, well, you can't wear this because it's falling apart, but I will make it for you again. Wow. So I think she's, I think she's going to make it for me. Um, and then I will wear it with maybe, if I'm feeling especially spendy, a Saint Laurent smoking jacket. Oh, I mean, come on. Right. I mean, if I don't buy it for when I get married, I'm never going to have a reason to buy one. And if I have one, I will wear it forever. I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. I know. I know. And and so I'm thinking about that, but it is a very spendy proposition. You know, but I think about what women spend on their wedding dresses and Yeah. That's you know what? I don't know. I I, I say I say go for it. It's like the time, it's like money. It's like well, I mean money always matters, but it is the time when it's like, all right, well, this is this is the splash out. You're not yep. having an elaborate wedding. Not at all. No. Not you're even not a little. little. No, you're not having an elaborate wedding. I, I say I say go for it. That's exciting. How long is the dress? <sighs> Midi length, maybe a little longer. Mm, what shoes are you going to wear? That is a good question. Because I want to be happy and comfortable on that day. And yep. yet I want to wear heels. I know. And the two, the last time I wore really perilous heels was to my nephew, Henry's bar mitzvah. This, Henry is in college now. That's how long it's been. And I got these Christian Louboutin like booties mm -hmm. and they were super cute and they looked mm -hmm. great with my outfit. And like 25 minutes into the reception, I had to take my shoes off. I just, I can't do it. So I don't know what shoes I'm going to wear. It's the long answer. It's so, you know, the other day in COVID, I got out of the shower and I just had this like, cause I've, I've been crazy. And I was like, I want to try on all my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just like, I had this moment where I was like, I'm sick of looking schlumpy. Me like, I, too. I'm fucking, I'm fucking over it. And I tried on these like, this like vintage 80s heels I have. They have like a, you know, a two and a half inch, three inch heel. It's like a conical heel. I can walk in them. I don't, mm -hmm. but I can. And because the, the toe is a little tight and I don't want to, I don't want an uncomfortable toe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I had them on, I was in my underwear, I had them on and I was like, my legs look nice in these. This looks nicer than like this, than a Birkenstock. <laughs> well, it does. I mean, it makes your whole, when you put on heels, it, it pokes your butt out a little bit. It pokes your chest forward and it, it makes your legs look better. It's just, it does. It does. I don't know. They say that you can get, um, because you lose the fat in the ball of your foot. That's why we can't wear heels anymore. Okay. And women get injections mm. so they can still. I'm not doing that. There has to Me be neither. something else. There has to be something. There has to be another way. <laughs> there must be. Um, but yeah, I just, I've been having, I had this real feeling the other day where I was like, I want to, I want to be a little bit sexier. I'm feeling like I want to wear clothes that like, that fit my body that are not just mm -hmm. like a big, a big tent. I just had this moment where I was like, I, I, I'm, I've really been dressing like a little boy and I perhaps, I perhaps maybe want something a little sexier. And then like, of course, then it's like, for me, what is that even like, who knows? Like, <laughs> then it's like, Oh, is it this? Oh, I know what it is. I bought a pair of sequined gold sequin leggings. <laughs> you did? did? Amazing. I did. 
I did. Will you wear them to my wedding? Yeah, that's it. That's going to be my <laughs> luck. Gold sequin leggings. Who knows what? I have no idea what I'm wearing to your wedding. That is a, I think I am more stressed than you are. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know how to dress anymore. I don't either. I, I, I look, I too look like a little boy most days. Like, should I just get a fascinator and call it? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I bought like, well, cause then I'm like, I, like I was in and out of like, I had like a fever. I bought like four lip. I just ordered all this stuff from Sephora one afternoon. Like none of this shit. I don't know what, I don't know what I was doing. Like you should not have access to <laughs> shopping when you're ill. Um, but I bought like a bright fuchsia lipstick. I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Questions. Questions. I have some here. Do you want right. to go first? All right. Yes. Um, well, I'm going to ask you, what's your go-to everyday bag? I have to replace mine and I have been struggling. My, most of my bags are from Claire V. Mm-hmm. because I like bags that are very minimal and she hardly puts any hardware, if any hardware at all. I mean, zippers, obviously, but other than that, no hardware. They're not cheap, but bags are so fucking expensive that I find that the price is high, but reasonable. And, and, and then I also like um, Il, Il Basante. Mm. Il Basante is a great Italian brand for leather bags. And um I get some bags from there too. And they're the same thing. Very minimal. I have the same embarrassing answer in terms of bags. I went to a Claire V sample sale last like two years ago and I got, I got like three bags pretty cheap. And so I have like a little cross body and then I have a larger tote that actually Alex got me like six years ago that I still use that has that racer stripe on the Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. I love it. They're just perfect bags. They're just perfect, perfect bags. They're, they're perfect bags. I was with a friend who, who's very stylish, who can be kind of snotty if she thinks something's like not cool. And mm-hmm. I wanted to go into the store. We were together mm-hmm. and I wanted to go into the store and she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, this is cute. This is cute. It's like, they're just cute bags. They're just cute bags. I have a clutch from Clara V that I, that I trot out whenever I go out anywhere <laughs> that I've had for like 10 years. Like that's yeah. the other thing. I mean, if you're not really going to work and beating up a bag, I ordered a Telfar bag and I, I really did not like it. I was very mad because, you know, Telfar is like really hard to get those bags. And I yeah. ordered a red one and I was like, this does not, I mean, it's, it's vegan leather and it looks like vegan leather. Mine right. did anyway in red and it's not, not, not for, for me, but right. But day-to-day bags, like weirdly, like if you're just looking for a cheap bag, I think Bagu has really good bags. Yeah, you know? they do. Like, they have really great, they have like great, um, you know, like the fanny packs, but they're kind of bigger and people wear them across their chest, like as a crossbody. They have really good everything. They have really good totes. And then uh, Madewell, I've gotten, I've had gotten some good bags from them over the years. Yep. yep. Not cheap though. They're not that cheap. Bags as a category yeah. are so expensive. Yeah. You're really in for like 200 bucks on a bag at least. At like least. it's not, it's not, you're not getting out for less than that. But that's why I think the Claire V is not that expensive because, you know, if I've had a bag for 10 years and I paid $500 for it, that doesn't feel. Yeah. The cost per wear works out. Totally. Um, okay. Go ahead. You want to go next? Okay. Um, if you could say fuck it and run away from it all gesturing at life, where would you go? Oh God. I think. I mean, it depends on what kind of fuck it I'm saying. 
Like, mm-hmm. am I saying, fuck it? Like, I want adventure. I want a new life. I mean, it's somewhere in Europe, probably. I mean, increasingly, it's somewhere. I, I think about moving to Amsterdam all the time um, so that I have access then to be in all of Europe. Um, but in terms of like, if I'm saying, fuck it, and I just don't want to see anybody, I have no idea. Like, where would you go? Like, if it's just like, l- give me a remote hut. Give me a remote hut. I'd go to one of those places. <laughs> On the on like in 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 Mexico or the Caribbean, where you stay in like a bungalow that's on the water, mm, like a yurt, like no, it's like a little bungalow, but it's oh. on stilts because it's like right on the water. It's in the water. That would be nice. That would be nice. But I have to say, I think for me, if I said fuck it to everything, location wouldn't be the thing that I changed. Interesting, you know. Because there's a lot that's all right about living on the East Coast. You know, I, my family's here. The people I care about are here. Yeah, I, 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 I want to move. I, I want to move back to Philly. I think about it nearly every day. Oh, I'd be so happy if you did that. I would be so happy if I did that. And I probably will do that. There's just, um, I just don't have buy-in from anything that I live with. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Not, not one, not one creature. I don't even think one of the cats would come with me. <laughs> um, I think about moving back to Philly all the time. I think about like in my fifties, how much I would like to get a job because I would like to be less lonely and I would like to be interacting with people every day in person Mm-hmm. And feeling useful because sometimes being a freelancer, like you just feel like, oh, you just feel so like, just like a blob of shit. You feel like you're in the wind. Yeah. Just like, who cares? Anything yeah. can happen to me. Who cares? I don't matter. Yeah. And there's something of the, a feeling of belonging you have. Um, it's not, it doesn't have to be a job, but sort of something that creates a real community and a, accountability and a community that I am desperately craving that we've talked about this a million times. I have not found on the West coast. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. Um, oh, I really want to answer this question. What is the fucking deal with all the changes in my hair texture? <laughs> Thank you for this one, Claire. I saw you ask it and, um, I have lots of thoughts on it. Kim, do you have thoughts on changes in hair texture? Yeah, it happens. Yep. It really happens. Like as your hair turns gray, the texture changes right there. It gets thinner. Yep. So it's the gray. Yeah. Gray hair is gray hair has a weird texture. How did we all get this old and nobody talked about this? It has a weird texture. It's both wiry and fine. Mm-hmm. There might be the same amount of it but it feels much thinner. So even if like I've been on Nutrafol for like, I don't know, six, seven months now and my hair has grown back and I've talked about my hair growing back. Yay. Like that has been a great thing, but my ponytail is still kind of a doll ponytail because the texture of my hair is so different. Yeah. So there's things you can do. One, taking supplements like Nutrafol, which, which help you not have thinning and shedding, which is a big thing. But then I've really been... I was never a hair product person. Like I really never cared and I didn't have to, but now I really have like a hair product regimen, um, all hair story. I use their texture. I use their lift spray and the texture really helps. The lift spray really helps. The powder really helps. And the hair wash really helps because the hair wash, you don't have to wash your hair as much. And so you lose less of it. So those are my, those are my, my hair tips because it's fucking, it's really weird. And then 
you have to decide, are you going to get a short haircut? Which I think about, I think about, I think I think about cutting my hair into a bob every single day. I think that is something I think about. I, (laughs) I like, I pin my hair under and I think, oh, maybe, 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 but it just feels like surrender and I'm not ready to give it up. Yeah. I feel the same way about, um, my hair, which is shorter than it used to be, but still pretty, you know, longer than yeah. most 59 year old women's hair. But, you know, I think as long as your hair still looks good, wear it long. I, this whole myth that women have to sh- cut their hair short at a certain age just irritates me. Well, but the thing is, if I cut it short, it would be easier because all the things that are working against me would be, would be, it would be easier to style. It would just be easier, right? Like now, not that not that I do that much, but when I go out, I, I do. Now it's like, okay, well, I'm holding on to all this hair, which I like a lot, but it's causing me like a lot. It's, it's creating a lot of work. It's creating labor in my life. Oh, my hair, my hair is very labor intensive. And it's because I try to make it do all things it doesn't do naturally. It's, it, it got very thin. I right. get extensions four times a year. Like after I wash, you know, and I get a relaxer and after I wash it, I blow dry it and then smooth the whole thing out with a curling iron. It's, it's time consuming and, and, and it's boring. Yeah, it is boring. It is boring. It is boring. And at some point I probably will get a little bob, like a little French bob at some point, but I'm not, it'll be cute. It'll be fine. But anyway, yes, the texture totally changes. It's thinner and it's because it's gray. That's the thing. That's it. That's all there is. It's all it is. Gray hair feels weird. It's also got like a weird, like soft. Oh God. What did somebody call my hair the other day? Fluffy and something. It was like things that I didn't want. (laughs) It's like thin and fluffy. That's what it is. It's thin and fluffy. Thin and fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. I have thin and fluffy hair. Yeah. It's like fluffy. It's weird. And now you understand like grannies, like you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know why people, I don't know why people don't tell this to their daughters. I don't either. Just tell your daughter, just give her a memo. Yeah. Here's what menopause is going to suck. Like, yeah, your hair is going to be weird because my sister was, it was, I, it was over Christmas. My sister was like, I was like, well, my hair's so fucked up. And she let her hair go gray like years ago. And she was like, it's gray hair. Feel mine. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I've told that story. Yeah. That's the story I told. And then I told it again. Okay. No. When did you tell that story? I don't remember that story. I think I told it. Who cares? Okay. Okay. Here's our question. I want to know how others manage that thin line of rage. I am constantly walking as I go through perimenopause besides wine and murder, wine and murder, you know, a little underrated. I mean, I I think that wine is, I can't have wine anymore, or I would probably be murdering. Wine actually makes me murder more murdery. Um, I don't know, man. Meditation. That's it. Like it's all, it's all boring lifestyle shit. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. And if you're not, make sure you're figuring out how to, how to fix your sleep because the sleep exacerbates the whole thing. It's like gasoline on the fire. Yeah. And I also think some radical acceptance is very useful. Yeah. You know, just, just acknowledging that you were, you know, that you're pissed. I think anger can be so corrosive Yeah. that some kind of, you know, identifying your anger and isolating it and accepting it is accepting it in, you know, doesn't have to mean like accepting and welcoming it. It just means you're acknowledging it as a fact of your life. I think that, yes, that, and like the the reason I said meditation is because the thing is you just don't want to be reactive. 
You don't want to say something you're going to regret later. I'm not saying not to be pissed. I love being pissed. I'm pissed at everything all the fucking time. I think I'm like, I think I was like built on rage. Like I think that that's just my whole, my whole sort of system. But when you say things that you don't mean or that you you're going to regret later or that you do mean, but you really don't want to be saying to someone, I think that what you want to be doing is minimizing your reactivity. And the only Mm -hmm. thing I know for that besides like, you know, heavy medication is meditation, which helps you be able to observe your feelings more than it helps you be able to observe your feelings a little better before you react. Yep. That's the only thing because Making mistakes now and causing emotional harm, it feels like the stakes are higher because it feels like we should know better. So like Mm -hmm. when I say something really mean at this point, it's just like, oh, fuck, man. Like I know better than that. It feels it feels yucky. Like the thing I used to do, I used to be a person who absolutely talked shit about people. Oh, yes. Sport. I I absolutely did. And then – one, I, I, for, I forget who it was or what happened, but I was talking shit about someone and somebody looked at me and said, they always say nice things about you. Oh, 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 and just a like, shame cloak. <laughs> the shame cloak, the filth, the, the, the <laughs> misery. And so I've really, I've, I've improved on that front a lot because, you know, someone may deserve to have shit talked about them. They may not, but they may, but it doesn't mean you got to do it. But yeah, I think that you have to process your anger. And I think that if you're finding that it's going on for a long time, that's the time to sort of, it's not just like a reactivity in a moment, but it's really like a pattern of, you know, I'm so angry at my partner. I'm having a really hard time with my kid. Then it's time to sort of really look at that stuff. If you're starting to see it's coming up again and again and again, mm-hmm. I think. I don't that's know. good advice. Yeah. Okay. We're going to read some reviews. Yeah. We got some really nice reviews. Yes, thank you everybody for pushing the um, <laughs> pushing the mean reviews away. <laughs> yes, pushing the ugly one star reviews away. Um, it means a lot. It's as if they don't even exist. <laughs> it is okay. This is from Shoe Girl twenty twenty one. Love this pod. I always listen on Monday when the show comes out. Great hosts, interesting conversations, and important topics. This feels like a real community for women. Check it out. You will love it. Thank you so much, Shoe Girl. And I also believe this feels like a real community for women that I am very, very grateful for. Me too. Okay, here's one from, I'm guessing, Colorado Mom. Massive thank you, XX. A listener for a few years now, and I must say I appreciate you both. Dog dog walks are less lonely when I listen and feel connected scene. Connected slash scene. Thank you. Um, this is from somebody named RNG Gold, a beautiful podcast. Sometimes during the week, a thought, wait, are, are we dorks that we read these? I'm so sorry that we read these if we're dorks. I love, re- I love that they're, that they're written and I want people to get credit for writing them. So, but sorry if we're like needy dorks that we read these. I don't know. I don't think we're needy dorks. Okay, good. All right, good. Okay. Sometimes during the week, a thought occurs to me about my body or brain or aging in general, something minor, sometimes something major, and pretty regularly, Kim and Jen bring it up on the next podcast. I've been in the bag for Kim since sassy days, and now I'm so happy to know Jen too. Love, love, love this podcast. Such a nice review. 
Very nice review. Thank you. Okay, I will read this one, which is written by La Que Escribe Reviews, which I know means she who writes reviews, because I took Spanish for many years. Wow. (laughs) And know a tiny little bit. Wow. Okay, great for under 42. I started listening based on a recommendation from another podcast, Every Outfit, and liked the vibe right off the bat. I'm in my early 30s and live a very different life than the two hosts, but find their discussions and guest interviews to cover things I'm curious about too. Whether it's Jen talking about the process of writing her book, Kim explaining the highs and lows of traveling with teens, which yikes, I'm a high school teacher, so even more respect to you for doing that, or just going over the funny but nevertheless annoyances of day-to-day life. I really enjoy this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate your clever, your clever name. I like it. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to read one more and then we'll read the next on the last, the next podcast. Okay. Okay. This is from Decal, the salve for my menopausal soul. I love EIF so much as a Gen Xer who absolutely was not prepared for the drastic shift of midlife. God, you're not kidding. This podcast makes me feel like I'm not alone in the next phase of life. Why do we not talk about this more? I don't know. The hosts are unapologetically themselves, and I'm here for it. Being your authentic self is honestly one of the best parts of getting older, and it brings me pure joy to spend an hour once a week listening to these two every week. Please don't drop the profanity, because then you wouldn't be you. Thank you, Decal. I appreciate you. Decal has nothing to worry about if the profanity is going nowhere. Yes, yes. No, it's not going anywhere. I don't think I don't think that it could, even if um, even if there have been many requests. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Kim France. Speaking of profanity, it is we have 56 minutes in. We made another episode of Everything Yay. is Fine. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on all the platforms. We read five-star reviews just like we just did, especially on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show. It makes a difference. If you want to support the production of the show and help us keep the lights on, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash everything is fine. We do live events there. We blog there sometimes, but mostly it's just to help us keep costs going, keep things going. I don't know. I'm just saying (laughs) words now. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram at EAF Podcast. We have a robust and private Facebook group. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. You can follow Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com. You can follow me on tinyletter.com backslash Jennifer Romolini. The show is mixed and edited by the wonderful Natalie Rivera. We could not do it without you, Natalie. Yay, Natalie. Yay, Natalie. And we'll be back next week. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 